0: Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Art of Unraveling. I am so excited today to have my guest, Laura, here. She owns the Healing Shack in Lime Springs, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more, but I just want to share that I met Laura through some of my dear, I call them soul family, friends. Uh, that live in decora, Patricia and Bethany. And they have been friends with Laura for a very long time. And so uh, that's how I got connected to her. And she invited me to hold a Reiki attunement or certification uh, session at her studio. And it was absolutely amazing. It's out she has a huge plot of land. It's out. Um, it's a beautiful studio uh, with these trees all around, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. So, Laura, what would you like to say about yourself? <laughs> How would you like to introduce yourself?
1: <laughs> well, if we're gonna unravel confidence, just know that this is my favorite part: is talking about myself. <laughs> so, so, thank you.
0: <laughs> Brilliant.
1: You introduced me very well. I uh, started the Healing Shack almost eight years ago. Um, I didn't really know why or what the purpose would be other than to help others in a way that I had been helped um, in spaces where I was unjudged, and I just wanted to provide that. And along the way, I've gotten my um, 500-hour yoga teacher certificate and my now my Reiki attunement and other other things that we do in there. We have a lot of circles for um, singing, chatting, whatever we need to do. So that is what we do at the Healing Shack.
0: I love it. It's an absolutely yeah. beautiful space. I even got to sleep in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> you were actually a little scared because it is in the woods.
0: <laughs> I was slightly it's scared. It's okay. Which is funny because I used to go camping alone in California and in Iowa, actually. But for some reason, I've grown out of that a little bit. and Now I get scared being in the woods.
1: Well, quiet and darkness can be scary. Yeah, it's so true. (laughs) It is so true. Yeah, I can't wait for you to come back. So I
0: think right before the call, we kind of talked a little bit about what you may be talking about today. And you kind of alluded to that briefly in your introduction, Mm -hmm. but we kind of like to start these calls because it is the art of unraveling with what the person we are discussing with is unraveling either currently in this moment, which I think is always the most exciting because as you all know that listen to this podcast, it's usually me and it's whatever is up for me in my life at that moment. Uh so it's very raw, it's very real, it's very vulnerable. Not that you have to be that way, Laura, but we love that here. It's, we're open to it all here. But yeah, it could be something from your your long ago past, it could be something right here right now that feels like you're unraveling it. And when we know we're unraveling it by the way, that means we have awareness, which is the first step to to changing it. So that's when you know you're you're in the process of rising above that thing. So I'm going to turn it yeah. over to you.
1: Probably the common thread of something that I've unraveled or tried to unravel um, my whole life is just confidence. And I don't think I even always knew that. But I think um, when I was first starting to teach, I remember we did classes where they they were free initially so that people could offer feedback about your teaching. And every single person said, I loved your class. You just maybe have a little more confidence. <laughs> And it's like, oh, well, maybe if you told me that you love my class ahead of time, I would have been more more confident. But um I I visualize it like almost just this long rope that you're always working on. And some of the knots are tighter than others. And sometimes some days I feel more confident than others. And it can depend like what I look like that day, or like right now I'm like gained the COVID-30. And so I'm I don't feel like myself in my body. And and it feels hard to teach in this body and hard to show up the same way you know and and even while I'm preaching to other people like that doesn't matter and and I know that it doesn't but it's still hard to find that confidence in who I am and my voice and what I need to feel that way so
0: you've said so many so many things that I know people are going to resonate with uh, one that I wanted to just highlight on is your analogy of the rope and some night knots are tighter than others. I really love Mm -hmm. that. I love that analogy. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. The second thing I want that I know people resonate with is the not feeling like yourself in your body and, Mm -hmm. and how you said, like, I preach, oh, it's okay. You know, body confidence, be comfortable (laughs) with your body. Right we do as yoga teachers, Mm -hmm. as healers, as, as, uh, guides, but there's something because my body has changed too. And people, you know, people don't always let you experience that for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word. They're like, Oh, Laura, you look great. Come on. What do you think? What are you talking about? And it's, Mm -hmm. and it happens to me too. And it's like, but it's about how you feel like when your body feels different. Is there anything you want to share about that? Like, what about it? Obviously, there's that standard of how we should look, but it sounds to me like your body has changed in a way that doesn't feel as comfortable to you as it once did.
1: So I think, I think, and I hate talking too much about COVID because it just really was overdone, but, (laughs) but but I just think that during that time I, I had, uh, a lot of grace with myself, you know, the studio where I was teaching, um, aside from my own was closed down. I had a little bit of an internal battle about, do I host classes, whether I feel comfortable, what might other people perceive and, you know, worried about that. And I just sort of, I don't know if I threw in the towel, I just sort of was depressed, I guess a little, I, and I don't mean to make light of, you know, clinical depression. I'm just, I, I was in my own depression. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like teaching. I didn't feel like practicing, even though I know that that would have been the best thing for me. And I've gotten back into it a little bit, but it's not about a number on the scale or, you know, it's not about having to fit a certain mold. I mean, I'm a 44 year old yoga teacher. This is what I look like. I'm proud of my accomplishments. It's more about like, I don't feel strong. I I don't feel like that strength that you get. Um, you know, when you're moving and breathing in a class and you're like, oh, I kicked ass today and I just haven't had that feeling in a while. And I think that just, you know, I'm trying to I really hate the saying fake it till you make it. But it is true. Sometimes you have yeah. to force yourself and and work into it and show yourself. You know, I can still show up for me. Um, And when I do that, I get more confident to help others, to be able to. Be the teacher I want to be, or be the mom I want to be, or, you know, I don't know, ebbs and flows.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that is like such a big discussion, probably bigger than we have time for today. We could go Mm -hmm. all day long. Yeah. And also the discussion of just like the after effects of COVID, you know, like Mm -hmm. talking about it, but I've said this before in the podcast, like we don't realize how this is going to keep unfolding and how this has changed us as a society, we're not going to know that until years later, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so it is about like, yeah, it's about looking at how it shifted you and Mm -hmm. anyway, all of that good stuff. I could go on and
1: on and on, but. I think there's value in just showing up and, like the whole be uncomfortable and do it anyway. Or sometimes the analogy that I use is like, um, you know, I might be scared during a really bad storm, but if I have to be brave for my kids or be brave for someone else, it's easier to be brave. So sometimes that confidence is the same thing. It's like, if I don't try to be confident and show that that is, you should be, you know, step into your power, the people in my classes aren't gonna feel that way and and they feel it, you know, regardless, I could teach a great class on a really crappy day because as you know, you sometimes you have to do that. You're not feeling it, but you you step into it and you do it. And and sometimes I think even as a student, it really makes me feel better when my teacher comes in and says, you know what, I've I have shitty days and things aren't always perfect and rainbows for me. And it sort of feels like a connection. So instead of really dumping on myself about it, I just try to use it and say, you know what, right now I'm not feeling my best and we're going to do it together. And sometimes that's all you need.
0: And I, that
1: transforms you
0: and it humanizes, Mm -hmm. it humanizes because there is no, like I'm up here and you're down here. Right. It we're all on the same journey. And I think that's why people, why you loved that so much when your teacher did that, because Mm -hmm. it humanized her him. Right.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it's our mind. And it it's a thing about lacking confidence or lacking self-worth, which you and I have had conversations about in the past. Right. Um, you know, I think as I don't know, like souls, we we uh-huh. share in that a little bit, whether it's that that kind of leads into my next question for you. If you feel open to sharing, and by all means, Me? we can move on to the next, but if you had to pinpoint maybe like where this lack of confidence started, do you have any idea? Is there, were you built up as a young girl to like, get out there, Laura, speak your truth, you know, be, be powerful. Or was it kind of how my experience was where it was like, sit down, shut up. Don't speak. Don't be big. Don't shine your light. Stop. Talking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I worked in a toll booth in the middle. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I, I've often told both of my parents there's not anything I would change about my upbringing. Like they were very. I remember. They still are. Yeah, they're super supportive. I think I think some of it for me, and I even shared this in my first yoga teacher training that I feel like I was always best friends with the pretty girl that's such a weird thing but it just always was like the boys always had crush on a crush on my best friend and i was like i was like the fun sidekick <laughs> and and i don't know i mean in truth i'd rather be the fun sidekick so now it doesn't really matter but i think it just was one of those things that the expectation to be a certain way you know but placed upon myself based on how what i was surrounded with and um I don't know. I think there's a little bit of, I, I I, don't know if lack of confidence and humility go together a little bit, but it's kind of like, I don't think I'll ever teach a class and be, and not be a little bit intimidated or like the, the butterflies. And like, truly, I don't think anyone should even um, run a race without feeling that way or do anything without having a little bit of that, because that's just, that's a fire that I think as long as it doesn't stop you and you can use it, um, that's my goal. I want to be a little nervous. I don't want to ever feel like, yeah, and I got all my shit together because then what's driving you, you know, what's wanting, making you want to be better. If you don't have something to kind of struggle against, I guess, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that made sense, but it did in my head.
0: (laughs) It does make sense to me. Yeah, it does. And I, I think you have a point there, you know, that you, if you're going in, like I know my shit and I'm, you know, I am the, I am the shit. Like we, there is, there's something to, to that too, but can can you hold that with the like nervousness in your, in your stomach? Right. Uh That because I think as, as a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast, um, my old self included, you know, and, and my new, and my me self, my now self, Mm -hmm. we, we, when you have lower self-worth from whatever reason or lower confidence, whatever words you use, lower self-esteem, it's harder to go in with, I am the shit, right? (laughs) That, that often doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think to be able to to work on and I don't know, begin to encourage that part of yourself because it's in there. Like mm-hmm. when we do warrior and yoga, right? It's like that inner warrior is there, mm-hmm. but let's also hold the humility and the nerves in our yeah. belly and let's have both go into mm-hmm. the room or into the work or whatever it is we're doing.
1: I like that. Yeah, it's it's even funny that I, I think just a minute ago, I said, well, I hope I made that made sense because I say that at work a lot, you know, I hope that made sense. And I'm not doing it because I genuinely really hope that they understand I'm doing it because like, I must be stupid. I must have right. explained it. incorrectly. <laughs> so I think it's, it's not just as a teacher, but just in general in life, like kind of justifying my, myself as I speak or, and really at the end of the day, I feel like if I'm well-intentioned with whatever I'm saying and whatever I'm doing, I should be able to just boldly confidently move forward with that because I know I'm well-intentioned. So that's something always to look at too.
0: It's that I I've been working on that one a lot lately. I've been unraveling that one a lot lately, that that need for that external validation. Right. So Mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yes. Did I I say that right? It's exactly what you said. I know a lot of women do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, and sorry, I'm just going to go out on a limb here. It's like a ancestral, like cultural thing. It's because women have been so downplayed for so many years. It's almost in our DNA to, to say those things. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be too bold. I don't want to be too like, you know, out there. I don't, I want to, you know, I don't want to sound too smart, It's both. It's like, am I sounding smart? And I don't want to sound too smart because (laughs) that's
1: exactly it.
0: You think that's what it is. That's just kind of what's coming through in this moment. But I'm kind of curious. That
1: that is exactly it. I think where, you know, it's, and then it's like, why do I need that? Why do I need someone else to tell me like, yes, that was very smart. Like, (laughs) who cares what they think (laughs) Um, but we do, you know, we do. We want to be accepted and loved and and welcomed into community and, and um, have our opinion matter. And so it's just really sometimes unpacking all of that, I think, and thinking, why do I need that validation? Or do I need it?
0: It's totally, why do I need that? Why do we? <laughs> we need that. But I think by having these conversations and speaking it out loud, I mean, I always tell my clients this, like you rewire your brain when you start admitting these things or just getting it out into the the world. Like, do you need that? And then catching Mm -hmm. yourself when you're typing an email, when you're about to say, does that make sense? And then eh, delete
1: and just send, delete and send. (laughs) I'll just start ending my emails with got it. <laughs> <Do> you- <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bolder.
0: <laughs> exactly. Or message me if you have not questions. Do that. <laughs> How about message me if you have questions? Yeah.
1: Perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And it's
0: like, it puts it in there, the ball in their field. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I love it.
0: Okay. So my next question, a couple more questions left for you, Laura, that I know people would love to hear And the first one is when this like feeling of not feeling confident comes up for you Mm -hmm. in different scenarios in life, something externally probably triggers it. And then you Mm -hmm. feel the wave of that. Do you have a practice that you use to move through that?
1: So part of it sometimes is an, an identity thing. I think a little bit, I'll see someone who has really pretty nails or great hair or, and I'm like, wow, I really should take better care of myself. (laughs) Like I'm just more of like, I have gardening fingernails and like the less is more hairdo. Um, And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll try to pay really close attention to what makes me feel good, whether it's a picture online of of someone or something that it's like that, that feels good in my soul. And so those are the things that I try to think, I'm going to surround myself with more of that. And, and, and i know that it doesn't feel like those two things relate like looks versus but it really is is a matter of like how do i want to show up and present myself and what are the things that make me feel good and those are the things that help me show up better so i do that it sounds like almost like vision boardish but I just try to um, save those pictures, you know, of the bathtub in the woods or the older woman with the long gray braid gardening. And, and I think like, what do I aspire to be and how can I show up as that? So.
0: Mm, I love that practice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause it's kind of that society (laughs) says it's beautiful. And then maybe the shitting on ourselves, like, well, I should Mm -hmm. have better nails. I should I do. the same. Thing. I'm kind of like a hippie yoga child, but I like to say an elevated hippie, but sometimes I just don't care. Today is one of those days where it's like, I don't have a lot of live things I have to do. I just don't want to do my hair. I don't want to do my makeup. I'm, I just want to be more raw and natural, but yeah, sometimes there is a, an internal should when we Mm -hmm. see other people who look a certain way, so I can relate to that. I'm sure others
1: can. When you you feel good, you look good. I mean, I think I recall some years ago that I bought a new outfit for a wedding. And I remember asking my husband, like, how do I look? And he's like, you look good. And I I did. I looked good. But he said, but you don't look like yourself. (laughs) He was so right. I had like heels and it was like, who's this? (laughs) So I think that that counts. You know, it, you can look a certain way, but if you're not feeling it, it's not going to, it's not going to matter. You have to feel good first, I think.
0: And then Laura, what do you, what does give you confidence? I, well, I guess that you kind of alluded to that a little bit, but is there any like, activities that you do that give you confidence? Or you mentioned looking at the pictures, is there a certain physical mm-hmm. thing that you do to get confidence?
1: yoga definitely can always put me in a better place, no matter what. Um, being outside, literally barefoot in the grass, like earthing is real. like um, yes, anytime outside, anything like that. Um, laughter, sometimes mindless TV makes me feel better. <laughs> that might not be like the healthy thing you want to advertise, but sometimes it feels good to just step away and not definitely think about stuff. So um, but definitely yoga, breath work being around my family, dogs, (laughs) all of those things help.
0: Yeah. Awesome, Laura. Last question. Uh, What would you tell somebody who's in the middle of their unraveling and it just feels like a freaking lot and maybe somebody struggling with confidence? Is there any last things you'd say to them?
1: Yeah. I mean, just the age old advice of, you know, be in that moment, but just don't live there. I mean, just think of it as one of your knots. And you have to unravel it or climb around it. And yeah, I think just not living in it. Don't stay in it. Don't. uh... And one other thing I really, that helps me a lot at the end of a class or in a moment when I do feel that strength, I will close my eyes and just say, just remember how this moment feels. Just remember this moment. Mm. And then you can draw from that later. That's what Mm. I would suggest. I love
0: that, Laura. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, this was just a lovely conversation. It's always I feel fun like with you. It is always fun. So I will say Laura and I really only met like last month, but when it when we met, it felt like we've known each other for lifetimes, which is how I feel with Patricia and Bethany. So it's not a surprise. Uh, so I
1: think we even stayed up late and like had our face masks and retainers and all the whole fun thing. Uh, we, totally we didn't did. feel like strangers.
0: <laughs> nope. All all the things, all the dental things. (laughs) I think it was like I had to go to bed because I was so exhausted because I had taught Reiki all day. And finally, I was like, I got to go to bed. But we just kept talking and talking and talking. (laughs) Like we could have talked till the next day. I know it.
1: Yep, for sure. For sure. We'll have to do it again. (laughs) Yes, we will.
0: Well, awesome, Awesome. Laura. Well, I feel complete with this. Typically, uh, some of these these conversations that I will be having with others, you'll see energy healing at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But today feels complete with Laura. How do you feel, Laura?
1: I feel complete. This was just a joy. It felt good. Thank you.
0: This was a good flow. Mm -hmm. So if anybody has any questions or wants some support in whatever you are unraveling, you know where to reach out and find me. You can find me at sensitive CEO at gmail.com or pure light healing on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can send me a message over there. We will see you all soon. We'll see you next week. Enjoy your (laughs) week and uh, enjoy your unraveling. And like Laura said, I love how you tied back in the knots on the rope. Like just Mm -hmm. think about that rope. It's just a knot. Some of them are tighter than others, but they'll eventually come undone. Mm -hmm. You'll eventually unravel them as long as you don't like freak out and run away from the knots, right?
1: (laughs) It makes it tighter.
0: It makes it tight. (laughs) Exactly. It causes resistance, which makes it tighter. So just breathe, just move through it. And yeah, sending you all a lot of love this week. Thank you.